I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm into the nightmares. There it is! Caught! Touchdown! Raiders! You're listening to the Autumn Windbags, an audio attack from the Silver and Black. Here are your windbags, RJ Clifford and Juan Soto. Yeah, it is another episode of the Autumn Windbags. RJ Clifford, Juan Soto, let's have some fun tonight. It might be Halloween, but Christmas came early. It was initially, it was officially reported just minutes ago. We have never done an emergency show with this level of urgency. This level of excitement, this level of, oh my God. I say we eliminate the swear jar. This is a, the swear jar has been eliminated officially for this show. We've never done a show this quick. We've never eliminated the swear swear jar before. It is fucking on. The Raiders have officially announced, and this is a quote from the Raiders themselves. Las Vegas Raiders have relieved head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager David Ziegler of their duties as head coach and general manager. After much thought about what the Raiders need to move forward, I've decided to part ways with Josh and Dave. I want to thank them both for their hard work and wish them and their families nothing but the best, said Las Vegas Raiders owner Mark Davis. This, of course, just barely over 24 hours since they got our our dicks kicked in against the Detroit lions uh, scoring one offensive touchdown, 150 yards passing, just an embarrassing offensive display about offensive guru and a massive amount of cap space put towards an offense that has faltered, that has fallen apart, that is underwhelmed to put it lightly. And Josh McDaniels, I believe made, made it 24 games with Denver. And I think he made it 24 exact games with the Raiders. Do not quote me on that. No, I will look that it's up. 25. It's 25 last year and they're three and five this year. So, that's so he made it, games. he made it one more game with the rate. Let me double check the math, but roughly as long as he made Bro, it. With you the don't know what 17 plus eight is. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. He, I think, well, I'm saying, I thought it was 24 last with the Broncos. Oh, okay. 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 I thought, I, thought, I think it's 24 with the Broncos <laughs> 25 this time. Um, Man, dude, and, I was I was telling you, I was getting ready to get my beat on and, yep. and you know, freaking uh, read my freaking bedtime story to myself. Uh, and I look at my phone and I'm like, this is a fucking prank. This has to be a prank. Yeah. And I read it and I'm like, You're dude. checking, is it Adam Schefter or is it Adam Shevsder? You know what I mean? Is, is, like, is, 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 it, is it Rondo Carpenter? No, and, and I, <laughs> you know, I came for Bleacher Report. So I, know what I freaking text you. I'm like, RJ, get your ass up right now. We need to fucking jump on right now. Uh, same, same. I was uh, took the took the kid trick or treating. We were we were out and about, and it was supposed to be a day where we were both on emergency alert because it was trade trade deadline day. Does Hunter Renfro get moved? Neither one of us thought Devonte would move. None of us thought anything too crazy would happen. Sinister. Um, that's my boy right there. He's about to get his meat on too. Oh, dude, it is a uh, it. It's not gay at all. If you want to beat off to this news today. Um, uh, same, same, same thing. I was just like, hey, we were on emergency alert because it was trade deadline day. Is Hunter going to go gone? Is Devontae or Jacobs or something going to move? So we were on alert. Little did we know that it would be even much, much bigger news that head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager Dave Ziegler are gone. Here we are, not even halfway through this uh, their second season together. Uh, thank you for the super chat, Raider Lux. Nah, 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 nah. No, 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 no. Ultimately, look. Hey, ultimately. Hey, hey, hey. I don't even care if we get a copyright infringement. Goodbye. No, no, no. So nah. here's the deal. Ultimately, I need to say, first off, a big apology to Mark Davis. Because Mark Davis, chan- I'm telling you, what did I say yesterday? Mm-hmm. Let's get a seance and let's get Al Davis to come out his spirit and go into Mark Davis. And what did I say? I said, come in here. And uh, Josh McDaniels knocks on the door, trick or treat. And he's like, trick, you're fired. There's no treat. You're just fired. That's it. It was Mark Davis dressed as the Grim Reaper knocking on Josh McDaniels' but door. But look, but you have to look at some principles that made Al Davis so successful. You keep your best players. Why would you even think about trading Josh Jacobs? Why would you even think about trading Devonta Adams? Why would you trade your best players? You keep those guys. You build around those guys. And 
this is something that I talked about earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, we can lose games. And I think Mark Davis will be okay with it. We can't get embarrassed. We can't be embarrassed. We got embarrassed against Buffalo. And I, and I, I think I said it too about three. If we have three embarrassing losses, that's it. Yeah. We got embarrassed against Buffalo. We got embarrassed against the Bears. And we got embarrassed uh, against the Lions. So the Bears one, you were saying, oh, the Bears one was more embarrassing. Yeah, but that was hidden away in the early game. Yeah. Nobody watched that shit. This was prime time. Your offense only scored one touchdown. Your defense stepped up, but you just looked terrible. You're an offensive guy. You spent so much money on the offense, and that's what you're able to put out after half a season. I don't want to be the type of guy to say, I told you so, but I don't care. I don't care. It happened. Pablo Vista, thank you for the super chat. Here's two bucks for the swear jar. Fuck. Yeah, Pablo has, has not been skipping upper body day. I'll tell you that. he's uh, He's been skipping leg day like the rest of us in our 40s. I don't skip leg day. I got some hams, bro. You, you skip every day. Uh, well, this is the day of celebration for Raider Nation. Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler not making it. Uh, again, this is all just coming down the pipe as of minutes ago. Um, Adam Schefter reporting. Raiders owner Mark Davis began informing select members of his organization later in the day Tuesday. That he was firing Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. Now he's become the first NFL owner this season to fire the head coaching GM. Adam Schefter probably drinking a little bit this season for fire later in day. I mean, that's that's how fast this is all coming down. Where Schefter's under the mix. He's got to be the first one out there with it, bro. I'm telling yeah. you, this just, just, just happened. I think we're the one of the first ones on, dude. Uh, so this is uh, doubly good news because you heard my worries uh, throughout this season that because Dave Ziegler is that – Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler are both going. Um, I was called crazy. I was called an idiot. I was called talking out of my ass for saying that Dave Ziegler needs to go as soon as Josh McDaniels. And goes. that's just in your normal I, life. It just that's just that's just that's just by my four year old and wife. That's not even by the general public. Um, four year old multiple times, I've been told it's like, whoa, 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 Dave Ziegler. No, he's nowhere near as bad as Josh McDaniels. And I never once heard any good stats about. Dave Ziegler, like, oh, he did this great, or he did this amazing. He hung around because he's genuinely, genuinely a nice guy. Comes off as a good dude. People like him. So everyone's saying, okay, oh, great. You know, like, he's a nice guy. And you forget how terrible he was as a GM. This draft class is one of the worst of this this season so far. Again, everyone's like, oh, it's too early to tell. You think the Eagles with Jalen Carter, like, oh, it's too early to tell if he's a good or bad? No. You can judge not forever if they're good or bad, but you can judge as of right now, how are they performing? Draft class is terrible. Paid Darren Waller too early. You hate the Hunter Renfro extension. Uh, gave David Carr uh, a no trade clause. Gave Jimmy Garoppolo hey, David $30 Carr, million. No trade, dollars. trade clause too or Derek Carr? What did I say? David Carr. David Carr. Oh, if they I paid him off. Sign David Carr oh, just so we can release him. Just, just, just so they can uh, get some haircutting tips and then cut him the next day. You can go down the li- They gave... Josh Jacobs, one and a half million extra dollars when he had no leverage whatsoever. Uh, they they paid Hunter Renfro and then did squat with him after. Uh, the Chandler Jones, just overpaying a guy who had six sacks in one game and that completely pushed his stats the season before. And then he didn't do squat and then he lost his mind. And don't give me this. Well, there's no way they could have known Chandler Jones was going to lose his mind. He had some red flags in his Dude, past. He had that shit already. He had look. red flags in his past, and he wasn't playing so good where you're like, all right, we can look past all this stuff. The lo- There's a long, distinguished line of shit that Dave Ziegler has done for the Raiders that he that a reckoning was coming for him, and it came the same day it came for Josh McDaniels, who we all know needed to go. This is something that we need to be very cognizant of right now, okay? One of the things that really made an impact on me this morning – or this afternoon when I listened to Howie Long on the What the Football podcast, okay? He mm-hmm. was saying something that was very impo- very important about the Raiders and how they operate and how they operated when they were at their best. And that's Raider greats were always around. Raider mm-hmm. greats, they, they, were, they didn't just come to games. They were on the staff. They were at practice. They were telling these guys and, and mentoring these guys how to be their best. That is a, a direction that we need to go. We looked somewhere else for something that Warren Sapp so poetically said was already dead. We need to be ourselves. If we're ourselves 
if we're that scary monster defense, if we're that high octane quick strike offense, that's that's what's in the NFL right now. A turnover heavy defense and a quick strike offense. That's what wins in the NFL today. And that's what the rules are geared towards. Okay. We have to make sure that we take some time to process this first, but also Mark Davis made an excellent decision today by cutting loose, cutting the cancer out and saying, look, I tried something and it didn't work. Al Davis was never afraid to admit when he was wrong. Al Davis was said, you know what? I fucked up on this decision. It's time to move on. It's not working. We got to, we got, we got to cut bait and, 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 and just not throw good money after bad. We yeah. said it like how, how often have we said it, RJ? Every time it's brought up, Mark Davis is not hurting for money. Okay. He's not, not no hurting more. for money. Yeah. He can just go ahead and say, you know what? Screw you, both of you guys. You go to you guys freaking just kick rocks. Done with you guys. I'm going to bring some real guys in here who know what they're actually doing. I tried. I got snowed. I listened to this person. I listened to that person. Who cares? I heard some nonsense today that that Mark Davis was keeping uh, uh, Josh McDaniels around to massage the relationship with Tom Brady until he became an owner. You know what he said to that? He said, fuck you, Tom Brady. You, be, you, can, you can join us if you want but or you can't. That's fine with me. Either way. I have a I have a team to run. These guys aren't getting it done. These guys got to go. I gave them enough leash uh, uh, rope to hang themselves, and they both did over and over and over again. We weren't getting better. We weren't seeing improvement. We saw questionable decisions. Every decision, just like you said, RJ, every decision made this season from Josh McDaniels was to save his job, was for preservation, and he did it the exact opposite. And he he gets what he deserves. Mark Davis is Barbara. Thank you for the super chat. This will bring Raider Nation back together. There hasn't been a as unanimous of a feeling about Raider Nation than the hatred for Josh McDaniels, and it was duly earned. Even guys like Hunter Renfro, there's some like, hey, some people think he's better than others. Even Max, we've got some people on Max Crosby saying, like, oh, the guy's just like, yeah, he's great, but he doesn't play into the scheme, and some people have to play around him. It is unanimous about Josh McDaniels. And Raider Nation is never unanimous about anything. Raider Nation are like MMA fans. Like they're feisty, like they're fighters. They're like they're looking for something to get pissed about. One, because you know, twenty years of of not winning, we're happy for some animosity and something to complain about. But two, we're just it's a fighting, it's a fighters fan base. It's a rebels fan base. It's Harley Davidsons and leather vests and drinking beer and I don't care and like fuck the Broncos, fuck the Chiefs, like fuck the NFL, fuck Goodell, fuck Roselle. Like it's that type of that type of fan base. So bringing them all together for one thing takes either something super, super special or something completely screwed up. And that was Josh McDaniels. We finally got unanimity with Raider Nation. There comes a time, there comes a time, honestly, in, in any endeavor, when you're messing up so bad, there comes a time, there comes a tipping point where you're going to break or you're going to break the bad habits, right? Yep. Like if, if you're if you're uh, like uh, like in a fight, we've we started training at the same place, and we know how shitty that was a lot of times. Yeah, uh, you have a multi-time champion black belt with his knee in your chest, smacking you around, saying how fun it is. It, it, when you're in a bad position, you can either choose to end the fight without ending the fight, or let me just cover up. Oh wait, I was defending myself. Like, yeah, yeah. we all we've Cover all seen and roll that, right? over. Exactly. Yeah, we've all seen that's that. Not we've not all seen that a million times. We see it in stand in Muay Thai fights too, where guys are like, What? I don't understand. What are you saying? What? What I was fine. What we see it all the time. There's that breaking point. You get to that point where you're pushed to that point where either you break or you break the bad habits. And you break the bad, the bad decisions in the fight, the bad habits in the fight. There comes that tipping point where you say, fuck this, and you and you hulk up and you and you get yourself in a better position, or you get choked out trying, right? Or you break and you quit, and ever, all the fighters, all the people who have been in the game look at it and they're like, oh shit. He quit without quitting, or he gave that fight up. Yeah. People that don't know what they're looking for won't see it, but people who do see it. And this was that tipping point. Last night was that tipping point for Mark Davis and just what, what, what did I tell you, RJ? I told you this. I said, Mark Davis is going to be like a cliff. He's going to be okay with everything until he's not. 
And then all the excuses and all the bullshit and all the freaking smoke and mirrors and all the misdirection and all the magic tricks and all the, well, we're getting better and we're close and all this other bullshit that he tries to give us is just not going to work anymore. And ultimately, after that piss poor performance offensively, it's not going to work anymore. Raider Lux, thanks for the super chat. Both fired means McDummy had 51% of control. I don't believe that. I believe when at the very beginning, two seasons ago in the offseason, when they said, Josh McDaniels is head coach and Dave Ziegler's in charge of personnel. I, I believe the power dynamic was as such, but I do believe they worked arm in arm. I think Josh McDaniels had a ton of input on the roster and what happens next and all this kind of stuff. So uh, I, I don't believe that Josh McDaniels is 51% in pure, like authoritative control, but they did go hand in hand and the moves I believe were team moves. And even if they were completely separate, even if, even if Josh McDaniels had zero input on personnel, Ziegler still had to go. Yeah. It was terrible. Carolyn, uh, Antonio Pierce, the, the linebacker coach, is now the interim head coach. Yeah. Joshua De La Fuente, I would like to see Champ Kelly at the helm. Uh, I hate to break it to you. Adam Schefter's reporting. Yeah, I saw, I saw that you asked it a couple times. So, And yeah, Antonio Pierce is going to be the new interim head coach. Now that's still planning, but it sounds like, you know, if Adam Schefter's tweeting sources, that's the plan. And that sounds like the plan. Um, I, I, I guess it makes sense. I mean, Patrick Graham has his hands full with the defense. Uh, now what happens with Mick Lombardi running the offense on his own without Josh McDaniels, who takes over general manager responsibilities. Um, I mean, there's, that's not quite as big of an issue at this point, but there's always, you know, injuries in IR and hey, those things Champ all still, still need to work to help. Yep. Champ's still there. Right. I like uh, Champ. I like him a lot. Antonio Pierce. Congratulations. Ooh. Congratulations, Tony P. You are now officially an NFL head coach. One of 32 jobs in the most prestigious sports organization in America. You're on top of an organization. Congratulations. Look, Mick Lombardi is a clip. A clipboard holder. He's he's yep. he's a, a a coffee getter. He's not a real offensive coordinator. Mm. Um, so let me ask you a question. I'll give you an answer. In, in 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 the realm of the NFL, right? The Raiders are seen as the bad guys. They're the 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 black sheep, right? The silver and black sheep, if you will. Mm -hmm. Jim Harbaugh just rubs people the wrong way. Maybe yeah. not the people that, you know, in the same organization, but he rubs people from other organizations the wrong way. Mm -hmm. He rubs people from other colleges the wrong way. Would that, would that, would it, would there be a, a more like Raiders higher than somebody that nobody else likes? Like personally? Yeah. Who can get the job done? The only people that matter are the 53 guys on the team. Right, those I'm are the like, owner fifty four. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I, well, even then, if like the owners is like, hey, if the, if the team loves you, like we can, you know, we can butt heads all we want, but if you're giving us, you know, if you're getting us results, we'll take it. Uh, reunite Car and Adams. I mean, look, the trade deadline's over. I mean, that's done. That's not going to happen. Look, right. Car's contract yeah. is so backloaded because the Saints cap situation is a mess. I don't know that he, they can trade him if they wanted to. I think his his dead cap hit is way worse than even. Devonte Adams dead cap it. So I don't think their car is going anywhere, anywhere. Well, this is, this is where the timing comes in intriguingly because it was, um, it was literally the day of the trade, de trade deadline. The trade deadline was less than 10 hours ago. And that was my concern with keeping Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler along too long is that they would, they would fight for the immediate short term just to get to seven to seven and eight wins to keep their job. That's what they were fighting for. They weren't thinking long-term. They weren't thinking two seasons from now. They're thinking, let's get to seven wins, eight wins, so we can validate our jobs. And now we can think into the future. When you have an interim coach like Tony Pierce, you know, he wants to do a good job. I'm sure at the end of the season, he'll, he'll, he'll be, uh, you know, he'll be interviewed for the head coaching job. And, you know, depending on how the season goes, you know, he'll be, taken seriously or not you know there's that's all a very very murky part of the future but interim coaches know their role right it's like hey let's salvage this thing as best we can let me just steer the ship currently let's not do anything crazy right i'm not gonna trade a bunch of first rounders for something or make drastic roster moves like i'm i'm just here to 
to, to hold onto the rudder of a ship that's already heading, right? Make adjustments here and there, but I'm just holding a rudder for a ship that the sails are already going. Now we don't have to worry about McDaniels and Ziegler screwing shit up moving forward because they just desperately want to get to seven wins so they don't get fired. Um, I think Antonio Pierce is the anti-Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Antonio Pierce, if you guys don't remember who Antonio Pierce was, because you're younger or you weren't paying attention to the Giants at the time. Antonio Pierce is a multi-time Super Bowl winning linebacker, the leader of that defense. He was the captain of that defense. Now, they Southern had other California guys boy there. From Ontario. Southern California boy from yeah. Ontario. Southern California boy. Um, he's a fiery guy. Mm. He's a get-in-your-face type of guy. He's a I've-done-it-I-know-what-you-guys-are-going-through kind of guy. So... This is a good choice for a coach because ultimately you're not going to be able to put a whole new system together mid-season, right? Yeah. So what you want is somebody who can get some emotion out of the players and who get the, the players to rally around them. Antonio Pierce is a loved guy. I mean, people love love the guy. I, I know that he, from the, from the Pac-12 ties when he was at Arizona State, um, the, people were talking about how he got that defense to play really well when he was over there coaching linebackers. I he, he's like he a badass Rich Bisaccia. Like he's like a guy same that same guy, same so guy but fiery, like a badass, right? Bisaccia yeah. is just like a lovable like father figure. Tony Pierce is just like, Bro. oh, I love this guy, but he'll 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 punch you in the nuts if you're joking with him. You know, just the linebacker, head of a linebacker, right? Tough guy. But yeah, head coach at Long Beach, head coach at Long Beach Poly. So he's got some head coaching experience, right? If you count high school, right? But well, bro, Long Beach Poly is just like coaching in college, dude. Let's just be real. Long Beach Poly is coaching a Division two college team. Yeah, coaching Long Beach. For, Poly. for for those who don't know what about Long Beach Poly, I think they've put out just about as many, if not more, NFL players than any other freaking school out there. I I I, th- I think a hundred percent at one point. They had they have put more players in the NFL than any other school. I don't know if that's changed in the last five to ten years, but no, at one point they had they had put more players in the NFL than any other school at, at one point in history. Uh, M Easy Box, yeah, it's an easy box tonight. I'm gonna wake my wife up. I'm so excited. Like this, mm, Davis box. needs to have a press conference tomorrow explaining his decision and not just a press release. I mean, I don't know. Like, look, I, I'm sure he'll do a, a presser. But is there really anyone like demanding answers? Seriously, honest question. Is there anyone why, that's why, like, we don't need any answers. Why did you do this? This doesn't make any sense. I mean, <laughs> there's there's details I would like worked out, right? Like, okay, who's who's ta- who's the new linebacker coach? Uh, you know, who's taking over GM responsibilities? Like, there's certainly details to be worked out. But is anyone, I dare, I dare one of the beat writers at the press conference I assume is coming tomorrow to be like, uh, Mark Davis, uh, explain yourself. Can you How, go over it, some of the some of the uh, some of the factors that led you to bitch? I'm I'm at a loss. Have you been I'm at a loss? Games. Why in the world would you fire Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler? I I have no idea why. I'm so confused. Please, please explain it to me. I mean, there's no one doing that. So there's there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of names floating around here, and there's a lot of good names floating around there. Ultimately, mm-hmm. what I what I I don't want a gimmicky guy. I don't want like, uh, like a like like you were saying that Mark Davis is a star fucker. I just want a solid, good, modern coach, a guy that gets the current game. I I want I want a culture changer. I want someone to come in and shock the culture. Right. I want I want. Hey, maybe Antonio Pierce is, is our is our Dan Campbell. Maybe he's our Rich Passaccia, right? Like, you know, does he lead us to somewhere we can't go? Like, like, look, I, I of course, want a lot of things out of my head coach. I want them to be brilliant in X's and O's. I want them to know how to staff a team. I want them to know how to motivate men. Uh, I, want, I want him to know how to handle the media. I want him to know how to handle injuries. I want him to understand the salary cap. I want him to understand all the X's and O's. I need him to be a politician. I need him to do all these things, right? The number one thing I want out of him, that the Raiders need, not what the Steelers need, not what the Patriots need, not what the Seahawks need. What the Raiders need is a culture shaker. <clears throat> Someone that can going up and going down, not just to the his assistants, coordinators, players, secretary, janitor, ball boy, 
but also up. Also up because the Raiders culture needs a shaking. It needs to be wrung by its neck and said, get your act together, Raiders. You are a storied franchise that has some, some of the best players in football currently on the roster. The potential is there. But 20 years of losing, 12 years of Mark Davis's ineptitude has turned this franchise into a loser. And it hurts me to use the L word. But there's no other way to describe this franchise the last 20 years. They haven't had back-to-back seasons with a winning record since Rich Gannon. That's how bad it's been, right? You need someone to completely alter the foundation of this franchise. That's what I need. Yeah, that's a lot of boxes to check, but ultimately they're out there because mm-hmm. they're 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 either getting cultivated, they're getting looked over for other reasons, but they're out there. Those guys are there. The 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 guys that have the foresight, the guys that have the ability to lead, the guys that have the ability to get people to follow them, the guys that have the ability to recognize and not be intimidated by greatness. Hey, this guy over here is really good. This coach, this young guy is really good. He can be a good offensive coordinator. He will be a good offensive coordinator. I want him on my staff because he's a good coach. And I'm not I'm not uh, intimidated by him being such a good coach. Oh, I thought you would like that that uh, comment. I saw it. It was great. Everyone saw you, it. You, you read it. Trade, trading Josh, uh, uh, <clears throat> Jimmy Garoppolo to Sapphires. That's great. Um, so, the few, so a few more things. With this move, it's what are the goals of this season now? My goals are to get this team's mindset correctly. And I say it all the time. In the NFL, tanking really isn't a thing. It's extremely rare, almost non-existent. Because building a culture of losing, one, it's almost impossible because every single player on that team is playing for something. Either the next contract, to keep a job, to stay in the league, to look good to be traded somewhere no one's gonna roll over no no josh jacobs is gonna be like all right well i'm just gonna like take a knee when i get the hand like is max crosby gonna stop being the condor because the team no that just doesn't happen right the number one thing needs to happen now is antonio pierce needs to turn the psyche of this team around and say look the bad man is gone right show me on the doll where josh mcdaniels touched you okay the boogeyman has been exercised Halloween's Devontae Adams and uh, Hunter Revel put up a stat sheet. This is where he right? touched like, right. He hit me right here in the targets. He touched <laughs> me all over the targets. Right, right? Like, like that's gone now, right? Like the boogeyman is gone. This is a whole new regime, right? This is this is a this is a time to turn things around. It's done. That's what we're looking for now out of, out of Antonio Pierce and this and whatever this next like interim rest of the season things goes on it's like all right you're not gonna drastically change the offense drastically change the defense certainly no personnel moves it's let's get back to thinking like winners and out of josh mcdaniels you guys are just x's and o's on a whiteboard and i'm going to control you with my xbox remote like no you guys are football players who will treat you as such it's a difference between how um how like apple when they first started like coming out with like the iPhone and different more innovative things like the, what was it the the iPad and and all these different things like the um I what was it the the little iPod iPod iPad all those right what they would they, they would do is they would talk about their innovation they would talk about how much how easy their things are to use how slick how stylish they are how great it would it would make your life right Yep. And then they talked about the product. This is what you have to do now as a, a, a head coach is talk to these players how great they are individually as players, how much their effort means to the success of a play. You can have the best play written up. If the players don't play hard, it's not going to work. It's not about the plays. It's about the players. You coach players, you give them plays to execute. And, and if if Antonio Pierce can can strike that chord with these guys, this can be something that can change quickly because we do have a lot of talent on our team. Quarterback position, we don't know yet. We do know a couple of things. We know Jimmy G ain't it, and we know Brian Hoyer ain't it. Do we know if Aiden O'Connell is? We don't because we really haven't seen that much of him. But I would – I'd say no, but at least it's a question mark. Well, look – 
We know for sure it's not the other two. I, I, I wouldn't even go so far as to say the odds say no because the last we saw of him, he looked pretty damn good. Adam Schefter's reporting Raiders gave Josh McDaniels a six year contract in January of last year when he got signed. He has over four full years left on the deal that the Raiders are obligated to pay. So Mark Davis was so pissed. And and we gotta give prop like look, I just released a short today about Colin Cowherd blowing up on Mark Davis and how look of all the problems the Raiders have had the last 10 to 12 years, there's only been one consistent. There's been different coaches. There's been different quarterbacks. There's been different coordinators. There's been different team presidents. There's been different stadiums. There's been different cities. There's been one consistent, and it's been Mark Davis. And so the buck stops with him. We need to, and I've been very critical of Mark Davis, and I think extremely fairly so. I think I should have been more harsh on Mark Davis. We both have. have. We should have been even more harsh with Mark Davis. But we do got to give credit where credit is due. He's probably still paying John Gruden. Right, like they they reached a settlement deal, but that doesn't mean here's a fifty million dollar check. It's probably like, all right, here's installments or whatever. He's gonna have to pay Josh McDaniels for another four years or some sort of settlement, whatever it may be. But he's gonna have to be paying him, and then he's gonna have to pay a new head coach come January or whenever he's hired. Props to Mark Davis for saying, "Look, I'm listening to you, Raider Nation. The hangover from the Aces winning back to back championships has worn off. I hear you. I will write the check to try to get this out of this mess." Giant props to Mark Davis. It is well-deserved. Not a lot of things to applaud Mark Davis for, but today he deserves his flowers. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mark Davis, for putting your money where your mouth is and saying, I will write whatever check is necessary to get us out of this mess. There's a couple things that I, co- that I, I, I addressed about this situation this year. One was... The Mark Davis decision is going to be a cliff. He's not going to say anything until he actually does something. There's that. Mm-hmm. There's also um, what I said about the embarrassing losses. Right? It's going to be it's going to be the embarrassing losses that sink Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Another one is you remember the word that I used when he may had that all team meeting. Indubitably, I said it was it was an act of desperation. Yeah, he knew that shit was going to hit the fan, and that mm-hmm. was an act of desperation. And I think he knew that if this shit doesn't get righted, I'm out of here. And um, we're not privy to the conversations that he and Mark Davis had, but I'm pretty sure that the tone of those conversations got a little more stern as the losing kept happening. So um, I want to make sure that we all focus on one thing here. Leaders are about action. They're about that action, boss. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that Mark Davis tried to fight against himself to be patient, you know, because he wasn't patient before. Honestly, the 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 most impatient move he made was getting rid of Del Rio as soon as he did. But he wanted Gruden so bad he gave him to. Who gives a freaking coach ten years, right? Yeah. Uh, because of that, I think, and I hope, if someone has been advising him properly, he re- wrote into Josh McDaniel's contract a buyout clause, uh, which is. I hopefully what he did. I'm sure. I'm. I'm almost positive he didn't do one for Gruden. But after that thing, I think well, he should have it's, done it's one. It's standard too. operating procedure to have one in there. Now, is it a real one? Right? Is it like all right? I'll have to pay you ninety percent, or is it a buyout of like fifty percent? Right? Like, there's all. I, I almost guarantee it's there. But is it really protecting him, or is it just like all right? I'm so screwed. Like I have to pay insane amounts. Like we don't. We don't. Ultimately, know. I don't think he gives a shit. And coaches' contracts aren't like. They're, they're not they're not public knowledge like like player contracts. Uh, Jared the Barb, we have to bench Jimmy G, right? I hope so. Uh, I hope so too. I think the move should be almost democratic at this point. I think I think Tony Pierce needs to be like, look, what's the vibe of the players? Who do the play? Does Devonte want and Aiden? Does Devonte want Jimmy G? Does who does Josh Jacobs want? Who does the line respect? Who has the locker room? I think the players need to feel empowered here. Now I know it is a fine balance because when you become a leader of something, you need to show that authority. If you pussyfoot around out of the gate, you won't be respected. So Antonio Pierce has an interesting job here. He needs to be able to establish. I am the coach. I am in charge period. End of story. Now, what are the best moves going forward? 
get the vibe of what's happening with the players. Get the vibe of what's happening specifically with your superstars. What do you not ask Devontae Adams, who do you want as your as your QB one? But you should know that. Hopefully he has the I know he's linebacker coach and it's the offense, but he needs to make sure that he has the finger on the pulse of this team and say, who do the stars want to have play? Not what the fans think. Yeah. Who do the stars want? And he needs to be able to factor that into his decision. Yeah, there's a way to ask that question without asking it. Yeah. Hey, um, Devontae, you're 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 one of the leaders on this team that I'm gonna look for, look towards. Let me ask you a question. Um, give me give me your positives and negatives about playing going forward with Jimmy G. All right, I'll do that with Aiden O'Connell. What do you think? Who do you feel more comfortable with? Have you built a rapport with this person? You can ask the question with with by and getting good information without coming out directly and asking because you that, that means you're like throwing somebody under the bus, which I don't think any of them want. To and, do. it can, and it can be even easier than that, right? Like you're doing first team reps, Jimmy. You're like, all right, Aiden, you come in for a few. What's the body language of the team? What are the comments when they bring Aiden O'Connell? Is there an extra pep in the step? Is there are they, they kind of slunk around, right? Like there's it we will find out quickly what type of interim coach Tony Pierce is by being able to read that room like that. People kind of like feel the vibe of the general populace of the roster, but also especially the superstars because there's such a big gap between Devonte, Max Jacobs and like the rest of the guys, you know what I mean? There's like the super superstars, Colton Hobbs, and then kind of a lot of whatever, right? Either young guys coming up or guys that, you know, not that big. So I think that's that's what he's got to do. I think I think he needs to read this room and especially read those stars. We know who they are. What I do know is this: I know that the communication between they're fighting back there. They're excited. I think the communication between the coaching staff and the players it's going to be a lot smoother. I don't know that we're going to have. Um, we're going to have this disconnect. And um, ultimately, when you when your best players are slamming their helmets down and saying, this is fucking bull, I'm tired of this fucking bullshit, that's yeah. the time to act. Because um, one thing that I, I, I really hope is, is something that's been cooked in to Mark Davis is that he needs to keep his best players happy, right? Um, and if you keep your best players happy, they're going to work and, and, and play well and play hard for you. And um, having them have, letting them have a voice. Um, ultimately, I don't know that you and I saw any any movement at all in Josh McDaniel's demeanor in his communication. There's a lot of movement in my pants tonight. I'll tell you that oh, much man. right now. Uh, I'm going to need a wet napper or, or something, uh, but. There, there didn't seem to be any type of um, any relationship built with any of the players. Sure. Uh, I know that he had a relationship with Brian Hoyer for all those years, but ultimately um, talking to somebody and having that translate on the field are two completely different things. And and and, mm -hmm. I, and like what I said about uh, talking when Devontae said, yeah, I have a lot of input in the offense and blah, 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 and this and that. I said, well, where's the disconnect? Where's the disconnect between the conversation between Devontae Adams and Josh McDaniels on the offense, on, on what routes he likes, how he likes to be used, what schemes and combos he likes to use and all that stuff, and, and the play on the field. What is the disconnect? And that, I think, adds and kind of multiplies exponentially the frustration level when you're giving solid, strong input that you know is going to work as a star player in the league and it's not being implemented. That's got to be, I mean, uh, to another level. This firing sounds like a quick decision to me by Mark Davis. And not that, like, you know, it was one, like, he was 100% behind Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, and then this loss turned him to zero. I'm saying, it. I don't think, I seriously doubt Mark Davis went into Detroit on Monday night and said, all right, if we lose or get embarrassed, he's fired. Because if that was the case, he wouldn't have waited until two days like the next day at night to fire josh mcdaniel well to be fair he fired him earlier today 
and he slow leaked the info before the press release. Well, Josh McDaniels did his his presser this morning, so it wasn't like he fired him last night or no. This it was morning. it was it was after. Of course, it was like probably midday or on noonish. Like if like, or, or right after right after the trade deadline, which is one o'clock Pacific. Maybe it was probably like one on one, right? Because normally when you're like, all right, I'm gonna fight this guy. This this like this coach is on his last leash, right? He's hold. He's just hanging on by a hair, and then you go and get only seven points as an offensive guru against the Lions on Monday Night Football. You're like, okay, before you get on the plane, we're letting you know you're fired. Like the decision's done right then, and you make because it's a short week. We play on Sunday, right? Every literally every minute counts. Every minute counts. Short week. We got to get ready for. For the Giants on Sunday, right? We have no, t- we have zero time to waste at all. That decision should have been made the second there was three zeros on the scoreboard, right? This this does make me feel that Raider Nation was hurt. This does make me feel that fire Josh McDaniels banners at Ford Field in De- in Detroit at Lions Stadium. There were fire Josh McDaniels signs. Him getting eviscerated on social media. Just him, just like like. It, this made me feel like Raider Nation was hurt. It wasn't Josh McDaniels going into some Monday Night Football saying, "All right, if we get embarrassed, you're done." Because of the timing of this firing, this was the decision that was made. Hastily is the wrong word because it's been brewing, but it wasn't a decision that was premeditated. I mean, Mark oh. Davis. I, I'm convinced Mark Davis, when he woke up this morning, wasn't a hundred percent sure he was firing Josh McDaniels. I think he got from seventy five percent sure to a hundred sometime between his coffee and eggs. So what I said um, of a couple of weeks ago after the San, uh, the San Diego, after the Charger loss, when Mark Davis got upset and started yelling at the fan, I said, that's what we want. We're starting to break through. He's questioning himself. Somebody who knows they're right is not going to listen to somebody who's just a blubbering idiot. Because at that point, someone telling you that you're wrong when you know you're right is mm-hmm. – a crazy person. You're not going to engage that crazy person if you know you're right. If it's sinking in and you're getting upset, that means it's triggering you and you're getting upset because you're getting called out on something that you're not sure on anymore. It kept happening. What's that dude's name? Vegas Ralph did it at the Aces parade. Um, I give him a lot of props, man. This took a lot of guts because ultimately we can say all we want. Fire Josh McDaniels. Fire Josh McDaniels. Everybody here that was saying fire Josh McDaniels didn't have to give one red cent for doing it. Mark Davis had to give millions of dollars to do it. So I think we all should sit back and give a little bit of gratitude to Mark Davis for putting his money where his mouth is. If he says he wants to be patient, that's fine. Being patient and being ignorant are two very different things. And I think that if he would have stuck around with Joshua Downs any longer, that would have been an extremely ignorant move. Uh, almost simultaneously, me and Adam are on the same page, it seems like. Good friend of the show, Adam Hill, a reoccurring guest, tweeted just moments ago, I don't believe a lot of people in the building knew of the, deci- the decision before you find folks on this app did. That seems pretty wild to me and also j- suggests the decision wasn't made much earlier than it was announced. So it seems like Adam Hill, who's got his finger on the pulse of that locker room as well as any beat writer in in all of Raider Nation, was like, if this caught him off guard, that means none of those players. And he's in that building almost every day at any inkling this was happening. So I think it kind of, not that, you know, to my own horn or whatever, but this kind of confirmed my theory that this wasn't a decision Mark Davis was like, all right, you've got, you've got Monday night football to keep your job, Josh McDaniels. Like, it was a decision made. It was a decision made over time, but the final, like the finish line was crossed kind of hastily, it feels like. Ultimately, you had to know that there was a conversation had. And once once, once someone gets cheated on too many times, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, tell me what's going on here. And it's like, I just don't believe you anymore. Yeah. You, you just finally, after so many lies and so much hearing the same stuff over and over again and nothing changes, you sit back and you look at that person and you're like, I just don't believe you anymore. I just don't believe it. And ultimately, I think that's what happened with um, with Mark Davis. You keep hearing the same thing in the press conferences. 
we need to execute better. You know, we're really close. The difference between a one or two plays a game can really change it. You know, we just got behind. We got behind the sticks, and and you know, uh, and and we're really close. We're right there. You know, as little changes, dude. It's ultimately it was all bullshit. It was just a big old circle jerk, is what it was. And old and and I want to make sure that everyone realizes how expensive of a move this was mm-hmm. when you're paying basically. Everybody in media, everybody in the media that I can remember was singing the same tired ass song. Well, Mark Davis ain't gonna fire him because he doesn't want to pay three head coaches. Well, ultimately, he's not, he's only paying two right now because you know Antonio Pierce is already on, on, on staff. But we have to realize that Mark Davis is trying to win, he's not okay with losing. And all these, all these narratives of, well, you know, he's okay with losing because of X, Y, and Z and whatever, whatever, and he's still making money. He doesn't care. He does care. And and like I said, this I think- is more, This is more than Donald Trump on a reality show saying you're fired. No. And four seconds later, he forgets about it. No, this is going to no. cost Mark. And he it's made the move. It's going to cost him. But I, I said the, the, uh, the, uh, the Aces winning another title actually shortened the fuse for Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, these these guys got it together and they won twice, and you're still over here tripping over your own nuts. Benny Soto, uh, my little brother, Benny, secret cousins. Uh, no, so actually, I have, a, I have a half brother named Benny. It might be him. If it's a, like a long lost son, you've been wearing no, your rubber. My, my brother, that's my my dad's son. Uh, so I have three more things I want to address. Um, and uh, we've got your left nut, your right nut, time. and the thing in the thing in between. Uh, so make no mistake, divorcing the Raiders, divorcing themselves of Josh McDaniels will there will be some pains. Josh McDaniels's team has completely infiltrated the Raiders organization. Um, Albert Breer's an interview um, with Rich Eisen, I think it was today, just like earlier today. Yeah. Um, talking about how like Josh McDaniels and that's normally the case as the head coach comes in, he hires his guys and there are Josh McDaniels guys all over the radar organization. And those guys have taken guys and girls have taken important roles and they're going to start having to either be fired or stick around or diminished roles or that weird, awkward, like what side are you on? Politics are going to happen. These are things that are going to be happening for the rest of this season. And you handle it one of two ways. You either do it like you remember the movie Hoffa with Jack Nicholson. Yeah, that was a good one. remember when he like he becomes head of the Teamsters Union and he's like, "Here's the list of all the guys that are getting fired." You do it right away because the people who stick around are loyal to you. There, there should be and hopefully will be a wide swath of firings coming this coming this week. Not because. You know, we hate Josh McDaniels so much that everyone he touches the enemy. It's not a tribalism thing. It's okay. We're moving on. Josh McDaniels is gone. His office is no longer occupied by him. The uh, the color curtains he chose it chosen the foyer is gone. The uh, the air freshener that he has in the lobby, we're changing it back to what it was before. The stank of Josh McDaniels needs to be nuked from Las Vegas, from the entire Raiders facility. It needs to be eradicated like it is a cockroach. It's very important that that happens. Yeah, we've had this happen two, two times in a row now where we had the Gruden thing where Gruden pretty much picked the color of the carpet and everything. Mm-hmm. And now you have Josh McDowell's coming in, and because he had, like you said, such a, a, a strong reaching web of people that were around him that were so tied to him from his old days, um, That's that to me – that's insecurity is when you only surround yourself with 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 like people that you've surrounded yourself with for a long time. I, I see this in business a lot. When you go into a business and everyone's been there for a long time, that's not always a good thing. When you've been you're in that incubator and you're only doing things, you got stuck doing things a certain way. There's a lot of things out there that you're not really privy to, right? And and you need to get that influx and you, and you need to get that influx of of a of, of fresh ideas. They, they may not all be great, but you get some new ideas coming in. You always have to have that, that kind of think tank working where you're getting fresh new ideas coming in. And um, I, I want to have a, a, a diverse coaching staff. 
a coaching staff that's player centric, not play centric. I want a, a coaching staff that's player centric, and um, hopefully that's what we get. So obviously, the bad part about being the first team to fire their coach in the season, which we are, um, is that obviously everything's going terrible. <laughs> like you don't fire your coach uh, after week eight if things are hunky dory. So it means things are bad. But the good part of it is, is that we're the first ones to get going on the restructure where Mark Davis, hopefully literally right this second is talking to his advisors and trying to figure out who the next head coach is next season, who the next GM is not only next season, who's going to be the GM this season. And this, you get a jump on it, right? Like that's the good, that's the, the silver lining of firing your coach this early and everything's going to hell is that you get a jump on it right away everything that's going on with Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, every good offensive and defensive coordinator in football right now. Now that you have, now you're on the radar. And the beautiful thing is very similar to how, when Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler took over a season and a half ago is that is when a, when a head coach and general manager take over a new, a new franchise, it's 99% of the time. It's because the team sucked. It's because they were three and 14, uh, they have no quarterback, everything's a mess, and that's why there's a new regime change. This was the rare instance that there was a new regime change, not because the team was terrible. They won 10 games and went to the playoffs, had a franchise quarterback, had pro bowlers on both sides of the ball. It was because John Gruden got canned for leaked emails, right? So yeah. Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler handed a gift. They fucking fumbled it, right? <clears throat> this is a similar situation. The Raiders are probably going to get a top five to seven pick. That's striking distance to get one of these half dozen awesome young quarterbacks coming in, right? So you can get one of these great quarterbacks coming in, Devontae Adams, Max Crosby, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, one of the best kicker-punter duos in football, an O-line that's not great but shown some continuity, a defense that's not good but drastically improved over the course of the last seven games. That is an appealing team. How many other how many other NFL franchises, Soto, at the end of this season that are looking for a new head coach and GM that are in a better position than the Raiders? No. Have all their draft picks? I mean, no. other than Garoppolo, like there's some there's some draft there's some um uh 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 it's so late right now. Cap issues, right? With Garoppolo's contract. Look, Cam we have contract. a lot of dead cap falling off. If we say, Jimmy, thank you very much for coming in. We appreciate your time. Let's go ahead and renegotiate, renegotiate this deal, stretch it out for a couple of years, and happy trails to you. Yeah. That's probably so, what's going to happen. So so, 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 some reworking of the cap. But other than that, for – There's no team out there that has as good a player as Devontae Adams and Max Crosby that's going to be looking for a head coach. Period. End of story. No. All our, all our draft picks – Um. Great kicking units. Colton Miller, Col Josh Jacobs, hopefully. Hunter Renfro. Jacoby Myers has showed me a lot. Um, Nate Hobbs came back in and started playing. We got some young pieces in the secondary that are playing better. Uh, guys, we had a freaking rookie uh, linebacker that played half the game that was like third on the team in tackles uh, that just got in the game. Amari Bernie. So – what we're looking at here is a team that is not terrible. They're not, oh, my God. They're they, they lost, like, okay, remember a couple, like the last season you were saying, oh, well, all these teams have a new head coach and they're doing much better. This is why play a team, uh, excuse me, head coaches normally get fired is because they're underperforming. They have better talent than what they're showing, and they're underperforming. So – if we get a, a, a coach to come in here and galvanize this team, they should be pretty good. The best friend of the show, Sanjeet T, had a tweet. I believe it was today. Maybe it was last night. And he tweeted, this is a really good team. It just needs a head coach and a quarterback. And I kind of giggled at the time because that's like, okay, those are the two hardest things to get. And those are the two most important things. It's like saying like. But they're not time consuming. Well, it was, well, well, well but my point is like, that's like saying this chick is hot, just except her face and her ass. You're like, well, that's kind of like the bulk of it, right? RJ. But this is the thing. You've you've looked at a couple of butterfaces with huge tits. Well, you, I am much different than, than most men. You know where I stand with the ladies. My point being is 
That's I, I at the time I giggled because it seemed like light years away to get a franchise quarterback and a great coach. It's just like, dude, that's I, it's not even feasible. It's impossible. We're potentially halfway there. Just 12 hours later, if we can land the head coach and be within striking distance of a quarterback. This team can absolutely turn around if we hire the right head coach, draft the right rookie quarterback. We are right there. We are right there. And this isn't band-aids. This no. isn't throwing shit together. This isn't trading a bunch of future picks to try to win right now. This is a foundation of a team that's headed in the right direction. And there's still time. Like, dude, it's the right not leader. crazy for us to go seven and two. Dolphins are tough. Chiefs twice. Who else is tough? Minnesota lost their quarterback. We got the two yeah. New York teams. We got the Broncos. We got Broncos the Chargers. Again. We got the Colts, who are a mess. That's six mm -hmm. of the eight, uh, of the nine games right there. Yeah. Who's gonna be our quarterback? That's the thing. That's 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 my only problem. Just one tiny thing. You know what I mean? Know. Like, you know, most know. most NFL teams are fine without a quarterback. But my, my point being, right, like if, if things continue to go in the direction this, this, this season is going, we were within striking distance of one of the half dozen potentially franchise changing quarterbacks that could come out of this draft. And if we get the right head coach. We're right there. You you throw. Even a, not even a great head coach. You throw in a solid. Okay, we got a solid guy. We got a we got a guy, right? Hopefully, we get the man. Well, hey, we got a solid guy. You throw in Bonix or whoever, right? One of the one of the Pac twelve quarterbacks. Is Thirty five years old, right? One of the Pac twelve quarterbacks, right? And then you add Max Crosby, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Jacoby Myers, maybe Josh Jacobs, Colton Miller, a defense that's improving. That's a fucking team. That's a fucking team that's built for success now and built for success in the future. I don't know that anyone in Raider Nation would have would be as frustrated if we had a, a bad team. Mm -hmm. Our team is not a bad team. We have, I mean, except for maybe the quarterback position, I would say, and we're probably, bad at the two. We're bad at the two. Most important positions, head coach and quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, guys. Can it happen? Sure. Has it happened before? Actually, it did. A couple of years ago, it right. did. Literally and literally on this show, we witnessed look, it firsthand. I'm not here to, to disparage anybody's good name. I'm, I'm, that's, that's, not what I'm, that's not why I'm trying to say this. When the team was winning and the team had that push to end the year, we didn't have like tremendous quarterback play. Was it timely? Sure, but there was still a lot of flaws with it. So we can still win games. If we would have had just average quarterback play yesterday, uh, we probably would have won that game. It didn't have to be like through the roof quarterback play. We're in a there, lot of these games. The, the Pittsburgh there are game, twenty. There are twenty quarterbacks that would have hit Devontae Adams on both those plays where he was wide open. Like twenty, I probably would say maybe twenty-five. I'd say I'd say I, well, I look like we've seen we've seen some bad quarterbacks, right? Like, yeah, 20, 20 to twenty-five quarterbacks would have hit Devontae Adams on those two go routes. That's fourteen points. We lost by twelve. You do the math. Look, right? if we if we do against something, a good team against a good team against a good team, if we go out there and we run a little bit different concepts, right? We get more receivers out there. We we force the defense to spread out a little bit more. And and we use, let's say, Aiden O'Connell, we use him as more of a game manager. He's shown, like at that fourth down throw to Devonta Adams, that when he has to make a big throw, he can make it. Mm -hmm. Is he consistent making it? We don't know yet because he hasn't really had that much opportunity to do it. But... <laughs> It was a real quiet trade deadline. A real, I was so disappointed in today. I was like, oh, give me some, not even, not even just as a Raider fan, but just kind of like an NFL fan. Like, give me a cool story. Give me something to talk about. Nothing happened until about 10.09 PM Pacific Standard Time. We won the trade deadline. I Addition by subtraction. And RJ said, oh, shit. I was, I was, I was rolling into, I took the kid, 
trick-or-treating, had a couple beers in the living room, wife went <clears throat> into bed, I crawled into bed, turning off uh, Modern Family, or little like go-to-sleep show, rolled over to my phone, and Soto gave me the most heartwarming news that could turn the coldest soul bright red with joy. Uh, two more things. Uh, what a great team to try to get back on track against than the Giants at home. If you're trying to be like, all right, regime change, there's a new air in the stadium, players are coming in with a pep in their step, right? Like the shackles of Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler are off. It's a bright new day. The birds are chirping. The sun is shining. There's rainbows over the uh, the Raiders facility. What better team? Not saying we're guaranteed to win, right? The Raiders are still awful. But there are a few more teams in the NFL that can propel this momentum than the Giants. You know how many net passing yards they had against the Jets on Sunday? Was it were they in the negative? Negative nine. An NFL team in the year of our Lord, 2023, had negative nine net passing yards. To be fair, that was like a monsoon. They were playing in like the rain. It was pretty bad. It was bad. It was bad. But this is a terrible team that just traded away one of their best defensive players. And one of their best offensive players, one of our oldest best offensive players, can't get on the field. They're like their third string quarterback. Oh, I think, this- I think Daniel Jones might play from what he last play. I heard. Okay. Well, he's been out for a while. Who knows? Which is, I mean, I'm cool with that too. But even if he comes back, this is a nice little get right game. Now, again, we're the Raiders. There's no such thing as a gimme trap game in a row. People, you take them super seriously because the Raiders are so bad that there's no one that's like you take lightly. But it's not like we're like, oh, we just lost. Now we have a Thursday night game on the road in Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, we just this giant franchise shaking move just happened and the giants are coming across the country to our home and they suck they're awful this is a nice then then plus the jets a nice little hey tony pierce get your feet wet your new interim coach start figuring this shit out this isn't a bad way to bring in an interim coach i can tell you it could be much much worse so i have a fighter at the gym she's really good She's nice and tall, lanky, got good pop, hard worker, really good person, right? She was fighting a girl that had like 12 fights. And she had had like, that, that was her third fight. And it was a last minute thing. And I was like, all right, I'm all Sydney, check this out. Leave, no doubt. Go out there. And from the very beginning, you put it on her. From the very beginning, let her know that she's in for a dog fight today. No matter how hard she's going to work, you got something for her. Leave, no doubt. We should beat the Giants, but we should have beaten the Bears, and we should have beaten the Steelers. We should have beaten a lot of teams that we didn't beat. Go out there and say, guys, we're the better team. We're the more together team. Leave no doubt. It's you, you, We're not going to get mercy ruled here. We're not going to get the game stopped at halftime because we're beating them by too much. Leave no doubt. Don't, don't let off the neck. Step on their throat and, and don't let go. And, har- and keep going harder. So that's the thing is we need to make sure that pushing forward, we know how good we are and we leave no doubt how good we are. So the news continues to pour in. Um, Adam Schefter just tweeting. uh, It's a new day in Las Vegas. Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce, which we knew. Raiders general manager, Champ Kelly. Which we knew. which, Which we saw coming. Pierce will make his NFL coaching debut on Sunday versus his former New York Giants team. So we know who the coach is. We know who the general manager is. There's still a lot of moving parts beneath that. Like it's all guys that don't make the TV screen, but make drastic, you know, contributions. And you know, they they're the they're the wheels that keep the an NFL team churning, which all still need to be figured out. But hopefully, this gets gets done tonight. Hopefully, there's a lot of all nighters in Las Vegas, right? That Starbucks near that facility. I hope is getting is cranking some coffee because a lot of people got a lot of work to do to get this going as fast as possible so we can beat the Giants on Sunday, get this team right, get everyone feeling right. Um, It's way too early to fully write the obituary of Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. Um, But as of right this moment, 1124 Pacific time, Josh McDaniels in Denver, he went 11 and 17. 
28 games, made it 28 games in Denver before he was fired. In Las Vegas, he went 9-16, and 16, made it 25 games before he was fired. He lasted less time in Las Vegas than he did in Denver when he started 6-0 and in Denver. He was able to hold his, he was able to hang his hat on a 6-0 and start with the Denver Broncos and still only made it to 28 games. He made it 25 with Las Vegas. So when you, when you think, when you look back, Soto, on Josh McDaniels, and maybe to a lesser extent, Dave Ziegler, maybe equally Dave Ziegler, it's your call. What do you think you're going to think about this regime? Um, the importance of the the importance of focusing on what's important. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think that like what you said, he said all the right things coming in. That's why I gave him the benefit of the doubt, right? But ultimately, he tended he ended up being who he was. He yep. walked in here and he said, "Here's my scheme. You guys have to learn this." As opposed to, "What do I have? How can I better?" He made he said all the right things. He talked to Derek Carr. He talked to Devonta Adams. He talked to all those guys, in the, but he couldn't get he couldn't get Derek Carr on board. He couldn't get him to to play the way he needed to play. He couldn't get the he couldn't unlock Hunter Renfro on what he could do. Uh, this year is just disjointed. Um, no one's on the same page. I think when people see things, when people are see through things it's hard for them to get on board and when you're hard to get on board it's hard to to be uh have any type of continuity when 11 players on the field aren't on board with what's going on i sent you a clip uh it's a i watched it before and antonio pierce when he was coaching long beach poly i sent it to your twitter pull it up i think we should play i think it's pretty pretty good clip about what what we what we can expect from antonio pierce as a head coach uh, I don't know if I can get the audio up this quickly. I don't know how to pull up audio. Oh, this never way. mind. Then. But we will save it. Little teaser. Little, Little teaser, teaser for all y'all. Time. For the next show, we'll give you that teaser. Uh, so that's it. Josh McDaniels out. Tony Pierce in. Dave Ziegler out. Champ Kelly in. It is a glorious, wonderful day in Raider Nation. Uh, props to Mark Davis for putting his wallet out there the way that we Raider Nation deserves. And now we are the first ones. We're getting a head start on every other team that's going to be looking for a new head coach and general manager moving forward. It's a great day in Raider Nation. Uh, our regular shows kind of happened. It's kind of worked out nicely in a weird way. Um, our regular show won't be recorded tomorrow. I'll be on an airplane. So also, Soto, I was going to go on live tomorrow night. Which Soto's got a live. Soto's got a live, and we'll record the pod uh, probably Thursday. That will go live Friday. But in the interim, we'll keep you up to date on all this stuff in one of the big weeks in Raider Nation history. Dick is so hard, right? Girthy. But until then. Not going to wait if you're with me.